On today's episode, the dads celebrate Thanksgiving, even though it's going to look different this year. Jim is proud to reveal his mustache for November. Chris's foot is feeling better. Chris and Jim both hate the new scoring is bad trend we're seeing in the NFL. The dads go shit for shat in the supersized sports hole. And then the dads crack open isolation ale from Odell Brewing. We think this is a perfect beer to pair with your feast. To round it out, we highlight Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, the modern dad movie of the month. No argument, the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. And we talk about what the dads are grateful for. So please, crack open a cold one, sit back, relax, enjoy responsibly. This is the Thanksgiving episode of Dad's Drinking Beer. Uh, Release me. Release the Kraken. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer, your weekly watering hole, where we encourage you to crack a cold one and listen up as the dads go hard on sports, movies, do-it-yourself projects, give out some dad advice, talk music, all sorts of other relatable shit. The DDB sign is lit up, the dads are talking, it's going to get explicit, guys, so put the women and children to bed, let's fucking drink. I mean, let's fucking eat, okay? I'm here with my guy, Chris. Chris, how... Are you tonight? I'm, I'm pretty good, man. The intro. All things considered? It's feeling good. All things considered, I'm doing pretty good. That's right. You're yep. okay? Thanksgiving uh, derailed for you yet? I mean... Uh, yes, but we'll, we'll get into that later. But yes, um, pivoting, as we like to call it, uh, in the um, Thanksgiving realm. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. So it's going to be fun. Awesome. Yeah. That's I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm looking at the bright side. There's a lot to be thankful for, honestly. I said that to Steph the other day. So not complaining. Bravo, man. A great attitude. I think all the dads out there listening are going to have to uh, roll with the punches even, even more so this year now that, you know, there's been some mandates. There's been some, you know, strong advisories about, uh, against traveling. Basically, everyone I'm, you know, talking to is, is mentioning their change of plans yeah. coming up. Yeah. So. I mean... We had a full like family coming into town from California, the whole thing, and uh, we kind of had to say to him, "Look, it's not, it's not a good idea." You know, Stephanie's dad's an older individual flying on a plane. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, he's fine, everything's fine. I'm like, yeah, but the other people that are flying and traveling, they're not. You don't know where they've been. You don't know where those people. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So, so I just felt like traveling by plane for sure feels very. You know, that, that just makes me nervous. And, yeah. and I kind of, speaking of a dad moment, I did kind of say to Steph, I go, look, Steph, even if everyone's okay, everyone else is okay with it, I'm not okay with it. So I don't want people staying in my house that have been traveling. I'm pulling the dad card. My house, not my, my house, you know what I mean? But I mean, it's like, please hey, pull it. Pull you know what I'm saying? Use the card. Like, hey, use it. Hey, you, you've earned it. This is, this it's is, your fucking house. This is my thing. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do it. So it's not out of, a, a personal, you know, vendetta, or you're not no, trying I, to be punitive. You're just, you're just not comfortable. You're allowed to do that, dads. And I love Thanksgiving, and I love their fam, her family, my family. Now, you know, what I mean, sitting around drinking beer, playing, watching football. But uh, maybe next year. No, maybe okay. it will happen next year. It, it better. Um, it better. I have a question. 
You have a slightly different uh, thing going on than you did last time we saw you. What do you mean? <laughs> you have, you have uh, uh, what I like to call uh, either a prison pussy or a dick duster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm borrowing those when I go to work tomorrow and I'm telling people, check out my new mustache. Dick, mustache. Your dick duster. My yeah. dick duster. So, yeah, guys, it's that time of the year right off the bat. Jim looks a little bit different. I, I look a little weird now. Um, I, Chris, for the first time in our whole friendship, has seen my cheekbones, I've maybe ne- even my dimples. Yeah, yeah um, probably. I, I shaved everything uh, minus the stash. And obviously... Everything? Oh, yeah. Oh. Everything. Can I show you? No. There's, okay. there's one strip of hair I also <laughs> oh took God, off. You, you see did, that? Why did you do that? I was just fucking around in front of the mirror, and I just said, all right, if this is coming off, I'm going to do... I, I shaved one line of hair up, up my stomach, up to the you chest. You look like Steve Carell in fucking for your virgin. <laughs> Honest to God, I thought I should just make it a J, like, because for, for my name, but I I was going to wait to show you until we started recording, so that's a natural reaction right there, well, that folks. Is, that is a real reaction. Yeah, yeah. it's very real. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, I'm doing this to bring awareness. <laughs> to the men out there, the prostates. Yes, yes. Um, the research that's being done to, you know, try and combat that disease that's, that's you know, hitting a lot of people hard. Yeah. Fuck cancer. All kinds, all sorts. Everyone hitting it. But usually in the past, what I've done is I've kind of cheated. I've kind of done this little thing where I, I keep my beard really, really long in the fall. And then for that week of Thanksgiving... I adapt my face for the for the whole week. You yeah, you yeah. you know, Monday I go to work with a goatee, Tuesday I've got the Fu Manchu, Wednesday I've got a real stash, Thanksgiving I get the looks from the family, what are you doing? By Friday everything's coming back and I kind of So this it, is it a common back. thing for you to have a mustache on Thanksgiving? Well, cuz I've known you at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, not every year, but yeah, I'd say for the last five years, I'd say more more often than not, probably three or four out of five, hmm. I've had it. So I started a little bit early. I, I want to, you know, embrace the um, the awkward growing phase yeah. of it, but it's not going that well with the wife. Not into it, yeah. No. I, we talked yesterday at the movie, uh, and I had a mustache for a November, no no shave November. No shave November. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a very dry month. For, for your buddy here. Yeah. I just said, all right, I guess I'll be celibate. You know, I guess right. I'll just loosen up my wrist a little bit more for the ne- for the next few weeks. And, <laughs> you know, that's not the end of the world. Until you catch yourself in the reflection of your phone while you're, or whatever you're using. And you're like, I'm wearing a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to like it. And, and honestly, I, I know I'm a little biased and I'm, I'm going to defend this bitch till I, till I die. I think it's a little underrated. I, I think 50 years ago in the 70s or even early 80s, We'd be fucking legends right now yeah. rocking this. This is Magnum P.I. This it is, is this is Tom Selleck. This is like, you know, it's a sign of, of manhood. And, and I, I've been interviewing people at work and I haven't seen some of these people in a long time. So I'm interviewing them for like a new leadership spot. Okay. And they're like, whoa, Jim, you look great. <laughs> Obviously, I'm interviewing them. They can't say anything but they have that. to say that. Yeah. But they're like, you either look like a high school football coach from the Midwest which makes me want to just throw a big wad of gum in, you know, be a little <laughs> Chicago guy. Uh, or you look like a like last night at the at our Modern Dad movie, which we're going to get into. Yeah. Um, someone said, you look like a rookie cop or like you're the first year as a, as a firefighter. <laughs> and I was like, is that what they do? And the, like to get accepted into the, uh, you know, into the, yeah. the frat? I think they so do. Speak, yeah. yeah. They just start growing the stash. Well, out. you look like, to me, you look like a, because you were wearing like a bear's hat and a bear's sweatshirt. I was like, you look like a, like a offensive line 
coach for the yeah. Bears, like you know, probably a film guy. I don't know, or if like get... an extra in the SNL skit. I was yeah, like, I would, and you know what? I'll take that. Makes a baker doesn't Bob. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have another heart attack there, Bob. Hey, so I'm gonna rock this stash for at least another week or two. Um, I say go for it. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep the listeners posted. If I do happen to score with the wife. I will probably find a way to maybe just relay hint. that yeah, as well. Yeah, just hint to it. Because when I saw your wife, she was pretty adamant about it not happening. Yeah, I mean, she was, not going to lie, she was, she was pretty pissed in the beginning. <laughs> she she almost couldn't even have a conversation with me. And, and like I'm, <laughs> I'm like, don't go to bed angry. You're going to get used to this. You're going to like it. And she's like, just get the fuck away from me right now. And I said, okay, well... And then, you know, she came back and said, I'm sorry, maybe I need a little bit more time to process it. And I'm like, we're talking about a little bit of facial hair. You should say, look, if you grew a mustache, I would love you just the same. I made some bullshit comment. Like, (laughs) you get a haircut and I don't say anything. I don't have any fucking options anymore. I shaved my head uh, because of the lack of hair. This is a way to change my appearance for a couple weeks. Sorry, I I just want to have a little fun with it. I mean, you also shaved uh, up your chest. (laughs) She noticed that today, too. And I was like, I don't know, babe. I just was bored and... I said, I'll do the rest of it later. I'll do a little bit every week. That's hilarious. That so, is really... I've never seen that before. Yeah. Well, happy happy, happy November. Yeah, hey, cheers. cheers Thanks yep. for enjoying the yep. stash. Uh, how's how's your foot doing? You know, I re- re-listened to last week, and I, I just... I, I was thinking about you. You know what? It's funny. After the episode um, that we did... I mean, like I said, I bought a bunch of stuff. I bought, like, this thing. This is that the little, sex boot? No, the sex boot's over there. Um, yeah. <laughs> this little spiky ball looks like, actually looks like the coronavirus, like little. Yeah. Oh, this is a hard one. I right? was expecting that was one of those soft cush. Yeah. That thing, I do this every day when I'm like working. I'll just do it. Does it feel good? And it and it hurts at first, and then I kind of like go harder, harder. And then I use the sex boot every now and again. You just roll your foot on it. Keep oh, your and foot it kind of yeah, grind. Got to dig it in. It's feeling ninety five percent better. It's unbelievable. It is that weird, you know. Thing that just it'll it'll show up yeah. and disappear and show up and disappear. So this is a good week then. I don't never go barefoot anymore. So I wear shoes all the time. I'm trying to get rid of it because it does fucking suck so bad. But happy to say, I think it's on the mend. I think, and I'm telling Stephanie all the time like my foot's feeling really good. Just so you know, because I don't want to be only bitching about my foot. I know. I, I want to also say, hey, it's do it's on the mend. Like so, we don't want to become crotchety dudes yet. Right, but I try not to bitch about it at all. But when feet but it's hurt, hard. it's real. It's hard because I mean, you you walk crazy. Like I was saying the other day, I was walking like a robot because it was so painful. So she was like, "What's wrong? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "My feet are killing me." Anyway, feeling good, happy about my feet, feeling better. Don't want you to be a robot, man. I mean, I have yeah. I mean, this is a, like we said, this is a total dad thing. It is when your foot hurts and you walk weird. Well, then your thigh hurts. Yeah. And then yeah. your hip hurts. Sure. And then you're like, well, why the fuck am I sore on this side yeah. when I wasn't even hurt over there? Because your whole body is deferring some pain and you're walking different. Yep. So, yeah, you've got to get right, man. You've got to get yep. get better. And I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for you. Yep. I'm on it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely taking care of it. So I'm happy about it. So, yeah. For sure. Uh, just to give a quick update to our listeners, too. We've we've been really extremely busy at work. It's crazy. I'm, I don't, I don't even want to spend time on it because that'll be the whole episode. But what that means to the listeners who are interested, we haven't gotten to play horse yet. Uh, yes, I know. It will happen. It will. And hopefully it will happen when my foot is 100% and then I will have no excuse. Um, you. you guys heard Chris slip that in right there just as a, uh, I mean, I may be like, a future disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't today. It's, it's H-O-R-S to nothing, but I'm, I'm done. I just can't. Um, and I got to say, this is the best day of the work week. I mean, in terms of 
oh, I, you know, I, I said that to you this morning. I said, just get me to the end of the yeah, fucking you, day. You said, yeah, fast forward seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. No I'll doubt. see you in seven hours. No we doubt. had a little, little pre-pro meeting and we just were ready to go. But very excited for you guys to be here tonight. This is our gratitude themed episode. Um, couple things on the docket. We, we got our sports hole. We've got our lead pipe blocks. We're really excited, though, to talk about our modern dad movie of the month, oh uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Seriously. We, we wish everyone was with us last night. It was one of the most engaging, you yeah. know, movie-watching experiences I've had in a long time. Yeah, I mean, it was. we had some new dads join us, which we was did. great. We um, did. It was just a... I, like I said, I forgot how fucking funny that movie it's is. It's a classic, dude. It's a classic. It really is. Um, we're going to talk about a really good beer, too, from Odell Brewing. It's a seasonal beer. Have not had it. Haven't had it. Uh, it's called Isolation Ale. Kind of in line with some of the theme with what this Thanksgiving means to Isolation. other Thanksgiving. Sure. And then I think we'll just kind of sip on it, talk about the movie, and Chris and I will kind of just talk a little bit about what we're what we're grateful for yeah, this, little, this time of the year. Thanksgiving episode, kind of, right? I love it. We're going to take the week off for Thanksgiving, so this is, this is kind of our Thanksgiving episode. It sure is. It sure is. Oh. He's ready, folks. Wow, sorry. He is ready. So let's get after it. Let's jump into sports. Yep. Before we do, I want to say thanks to Benny from Bronzewell. I want to say thanks to Rogue Brewing for the official coaster of Dad's Drinking Beer. Love it, Rogue. Uh, Breakmaster Cylinder for the outro music. Highly recommend you wait and listen to the entire episode, so you get to hear that. Um, I think that's it. Oh, well, you, the listener. That's all. We should always, we thank, always the thank you guys. Thank you for the help, the support, for putting stickers out there for the for the world, for the south part of Texas to see. Yeah, help us out. We really appreciate it. Yep. Everything you guys do, it goes a long way. The show has been a quarantine show. Like, what happens when quarantine's over and we have know. to go back to work and like life? resumes to whatever the new again new situation would be we're gonna be more tired are we yeah. <laughs> are we even gonna be able to do it i mean i don't know we are we're gonna we're gonna commit but you know even when there weren't any sports in quarantine do you remember that we, we'd go yeah. to sports hall and be like well that was it so this is this is coming together we, yeah. we've said that yeah. and um again we're open to feedback we love the engagement we get from you guys on the uh, on the Instagram. Yeah. So keep that up, please. Yep, please, please, please. Encourage you guys to tell another dad, another friend to listen in. So let's let's jump right in. Sports hole. Um, we we still have a couple things to discuss about how miserable our teams are, but you want to jump in? Ah, uh, yeah. Why don't I start with my misery first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, went, becoming, I went first class. Becoming a recurring theme. But the ironic thing is both of our teams, the Bears and Niners, are, are going into a bye week, oh, sparing us. Thank you. So that next week on our non-episode week, we don't have to discuss how they lost again. Right. Uh, Bears were exposed again, playing Minnesota on Monday night. We mustered up... 106 passing yards for yeah. Nick Foles, who looked like he almost died at the end of the game. That he looked like did he land, did he break something a like rib or something? They thought it was a broken hip, but okay. the X-rays unfortunately were negative. So <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, he's going to be cleared. He to play will next. be okay <laughs> after the bye week. I'm really, I really thought that was my chance to Nostradamus yeah. the Mitch Trubisky prediction, and then sure enough, they go to Tyler Bray because Mitch had hurt his shoulder. 
in practice. Huge fucking air quotes in practice. Right. What was he doing? They go to Mitch. He's eating a hot dog. He's like, huh? Yeah. And the guy comes in. He's like, oh, man. I guess I wasn't ready. Oh. I couldn't find my helmet. <laughs> I wasn't wearing spikes. He's got flip-flops on. Yeah. <laughs> my jersey's on backwards. <laughs> he He's not buying himself any favors. Guys, I'm, I, I'm sorry. Bears suck, but I want to see Mitch one more time before we, we literally throw the towel on him. Let's just hope the Niners don't pick up Mr. Trubisky. That's all I care about. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how's how is it in Niners world? Oh, man, it's pretty miserable. I mean, they've the last game they played, it felt like maybe they had a chance because there was, you know, they're playing the Saints. And oh, yeah, they got off to a good start. And they got off to a good they? start. Yeah, they were like in there for a while. And then and they just like let it go. And that's the thing is they can't close it down. And I listened to this podcast on every day. They do like a four minute episode every day. Oh, I like that. And they talk about stuff. And they go, look, the bottom line is this. Lazy. They can't. Well, they have a whole. They have a whole other one. But this is like I'm a piece kidding. of it. I'm just kidding. Uh, they said even if the Niners could muster up enough, whatever, to get to the playoffs, they're not a playoff team this year, and they just don't have it. And then so maybe some people can come back. Maybe they can get a couple more wins. But I mean, let's face it. It's the season's over. Welcome to mediocre world, man. That's it's where the Bears have been living for not a even long mediocre. time. They're just terrible. So. That's that's our game. Is our defense is so good, we don't keeps have us that. in games, and then the offense is just obsolete. They're they're you're you're better off just punting. Like there, there's no other way to score. I mean, injuries are plaguing. It's yeah, it's hard. It's hard to watch. So yeah, I mean, I guess it is mediocre, Bill. The bad thing is you don't even get a great draft pick then too. When I know. we go when we go seven and nine, I'm like, Ugh, like this is just bad. This is bad. I know. So I, I was kind of hoping that we'd lose every single game, maybe, and then get Tyler Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, I was gonna say Joey Lawrence. So I said I almost <laughs> said Tyler Lawrence, but I thought, what's her name again? Yeah, what's what's that chick's name? Oh yeah, Trevor. Trevor. Um, Trevor. But they play the Rams next after the bye. They're probably not gonna win that game. I think they play Rams and then they play Washington. I think. Hey. So they could get one there. I mean, that's probably not. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's this is Washington's. Uh, this is pretty bad. They're on the up and up. Yeah. So. Our mm-hmm. teams are not really in it, but that doesn't take away our love of football. Yep. Our love of Sundays. Oh, yeah. Still love the football. Come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And our love of throwing action at every game responsibly. Throwing down lead pipe locks. <laughs> Locking lead pipes. Lock it down. <laughs> lead pipe locks. Lead pipe locks. Lock is blocked. Did you lock block me? <laughs> lock block? Yeah, it's like a cock block, but you I like you it. block my lock, you cock. Cock block lock. Yeah. So here we go, guys. Uh, just to recap last week, we were 1-1-1. One, one, and one Come on. Sorry last week. Yep. No, I don't know. Prop Chubb blew it for me. Yeah, Chubb fucked you hard. He did. Running out of bounds at the one. It's the new, you know, woke way to not what is that? lose it. I don't... How about put some pressure on your defense and just fucking score? I mean, I've never seen so many players this year say, "Oh, I, I can't score here." I don't. Know. You have no faith in your defense. But I mean, it just that goes against everything I've ever learned in as a kid playing sports, and that's everyone. Right? You 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 play the game. You don't play the other thing, right? You. They're you, playing not to lose. I'm gonna fall down and 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 get just short so we can kneel it out. It hurts fantasy. It hurts spreads. It hurts a lead pipe lead block. Lead pipe block, yeah. So, Chris. Do you think he knew about the lead pipe block? I of course he, he did. I, I bet he did. Chubb even laughed. Yeah. He laughed at the camera, did a little lock sign. He's like, pizza's ready. Fuck. I'll show him a Chubb. <laughs> I don't know if that was Nick Chubb's voice, but it sounded... I thought it was Nick. I thought you channeled, channeled Nick <laughs> very well. Actual audio, yeah. 
All right, so uh, Mel was the lone victor last week, two and three. Uh, Mel this week is going to go with Tennessee. They're playing Baltimore. Baltimore's on a bit of a schneid. So Love the schneid. Yeah, you know, and actually Tennessee's getting five and a half. This is a, a line that's already moved a full point. Mel is two and three on the year. Um, take that and run with it, but I think uh, I think he's got another good one yeah, here. Not, not, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't dislike that either. Not at all. Chris... With his push last week, went to five, three, and one. Yep, still solid. Uh, solid, solid pipe. I would have liked, yeah, I would have liked, you know, six and three would have been nice, Chubb. But hey, here we are. Thanks a lot, Chubby. Uh, what? <laughs> who's who's your? I'm going to go week? Minnesota Vikings. Okay, uh, they got to win by more than a touchdown. They're you know seven points, so I think they can do it. It looks like they are on the up and up. They're coming off of that nice win against Chicago. Mm-hmm. So sorry about that, but it's yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dallas okay. Dallas is one and eight against the spread. Yeah. So I like that pick too because no. Minnesota is probably playing better football than people are giving them credit yeah. for. The Dallas Cowboys are very similar to the Niners right now. So I, I feel the pain of the Dallas They're Cowboys. They're worse though. They are. Good pick. So Minnesota minus seven. Thank you. I lost outright last week. Packers did not cover the 13. I don't know what I was thinking. That was the steepest fucking spread on the whole week. I got to be careful of that. They did win. I feel like you were getting pressure from uh, fans, our fans, saying, you know, you guys are picking these easy games. And you went, you know, I'm going to go throw a little long one out and see what happens. I mean, Jacksonville blows. Uh, my new record is 6-2-1. and one, And this week, I've given them shit most of the year. I'm going to go with the Washington football team, the Alex Smiths of the world. They are playing Cincinnati, and they're favored by one. So yes. it's kind of a coin toss in, in Vegas. Um, I'm, I'm going to lean off of the Joe Burrow era. I'm, I'm, I'm understanding now I know. That How many times do you think you'll need to be convinced it's not a Joe Burrow I just era. want to say Joe Burrow era at least once or twice <laughs> an episode from here on out. Watch. If he plays well, I'm coming back to the Joe Burrow arrow. But I'm going to take Alex Smith. I mean, they 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 should have won last week. Detroit came back and beat them at the last uh, second, was, yeah. which was great. Felt bad, yeah. But they are so close to a win that I think they take their frustrations out on a, on a depleted Cincy team yep. with a rookie quarterback who's this is his 11th game, I believe. So he's kind of like, hey, I'm 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 ready for the bowl game. You know, like this is usually when his college season would end. Right. So he's he's about ready to tap out. His his BDE is becoming like. You know, LDE, little dick energy. A little, that was like medium size. Yeah, it's like semi dick right. energy, SDE, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think, I think Washington football team minus one is going to put me back on the good track. The yep. dads are going to try and get you guys some more money. Lead pipe blocks. All right, so you got our lead pipe blocks yep. in. Those we are will locked get in. Get you on Instagram. Check us out Sunday morning. Uh, overall for the season, we're 13, 8, and 2 on the lead pipe blocks. So you're still up five units. Those are still lead pipe blocks. I mean, we're doing pretty good. We're almost at a 64% clip. We want to get back on track this week. This is going to happen. It starts with Mel. Yep. Don't fuck us up. Yeah, Mel. come on, Mel. Got to need you. Um, let's do a couple swigs so that we kind of... Oh, swigging away, huh? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know what that... I don't know why I do that. I can see your Adam's apple when you... When you is yeah. that an Adam's apple? Okay, yeah. Just double checking. <laughs> I thought I saw something show up. Let's do a couple swigs so yep. that we are touching other landscapes of the sports world. Ooh, I love that. Touching all the landscapes. Tic-tac-toe. I'll go first. <laughs> okay. NBA draft was last night. Any, yep. any worthy news? Not really. I mean, I, like I said, I saw... It. Have an Alexa thing in my uh, kitchen, and I walked by a couple times and said, "Oh, so and so's drafted to the Kings." There's the, this and that, um, but nothing, nothing of nothing of note for me. Okay, my only 
couple points on that uh, Lamelo Ball. Yes. Uh, going to Charlotte. Right. With Miles Bridges. I know. Former Spartan. Uh, but I just don't want to see his dad. I think his dad he just so fucking takes annoying. too much up and he's trying to sell his own shoes. And uh, He was so annoying. He thinks it's all about him. I, yeah, I, 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 um, I really disliked him and actually made me dislike all the other of his kids too. What, what's his other kid name? Uh, Lonzo. Oh, yeah, Lonzo And then there's Ball. another one. And I, I'm not like big in this, but they're all kind of fucking ugly, right? <laughs> yeah. Like... Maybe it's not his dad, but his, whoever his dad was with, yeah. no disrespect to the Ball family, but they look uh, kind of like scuzzy. Scuzzy? Scuzzy. They just look weird. They, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yes, they're... They're not attractive. Interesting people. looking, for sure. And, um, and again, his dad, or their dad, I guess I should say, is so just like attention-starved. And he made a couple comments on he could beat Michael Jordan now. What an asshole, and Michael, I think man. Michael Jordan, for some reason, maybe even like... Dropped down to the level and being and just kind of like laughed. Well, he he went and drafted Lamelo. Yeah, which he's probably, so he's probably like, get your dad on the court he's right just, now. He's gonna be like, here, I'm gonna take you, in. and he's gonna get the fuck out of here. You get the fuck. Go I away. like that. You know, he's gonna power move him. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't really think much of the. Um, That's okay. NBA draft. So real quick, John Wall's new backup in Washington is my guy Cassius Winston. I I like Cassius Winston. I might Headband. become a Wizards. Yep. Yes. Might become a Wizards guy for, oh, he's for a couple do years. Well out there. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. And then uh, Xavier Tillman, another Spartan. He's got seven kids now. How many kids? Is I he think have? nine. <laughs> yeah. Twins are on the way. Yeah. Memphis. I like going him. To Memphis. I like him. He was, I hope that they turn out to be just steals, like where people go, "Wow, I can't believe they fell to the second round." Especially Cassius. I, I can't believe. I mean, he was like Player of the Year, wasn't he? Yeah, but he doesn't have the transferables. Like Lamelo Ball is six seven point guard. Six seven. Yeah. Cassius is six feet, maybe six one. Deceptively quick, which means he's slow. <laughs> which means he's slow, and then you kind of go, "Whoa, I can't believe he he turned the corner on that guy." <laughs> so de- saying someone's deceptively quick means you're slow. you're slow, but you have moments of speed. Correct. <laughs> you you almost I did not expect you to do that move, so I'm going to call right. you deceptively. Quick. I like that. I yeah, like that. That's kind of how it rolls. I like that. That's like when you have like a house, and they're like it's spacious. Uh, when you look at the real estate listing, it's like you know. Opportunities abound. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> With some real you work. Enough, you have a dirt yard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of opportunity back here. That's a good way to put it. So speaking of MSU. Let's go back. Game got canceled. Football game got canceled against Maryland. I think it's Maryland's team got a COVID thing, right? Not, yeah. not Michigan State. No, the Maryland head coach. I saw that today, too. Um, I'm, I'm good with it, man. We we need a week off. We need a week of practice. I mean, so it no Bears, lose. no Michigan State, no Niners. I mean, we can go do something this weekend. Honest to God, we should play bags. We should <laughs> yeah. play horse. We should play some bags. We should do everything. Yeah, we should. Everything we've been putting on. game horse. I like that let's, idea. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, I'm happy to have a weekend without a loss. I wanted to see Tagalivioe, little brother yeah. in Maryland. Um, but we'll see him next year. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to not have to put the flag out. And then, like, I had to like, wait to take, like, until, like, it's dark. Yeah. To, like, bring it in. Because it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, New York Mets, Robinson Cano. Uh, banned for the entire season for PEDs. Unbelievable. Uh, scale of dumb shit to stupid motherfucking dumb shit. <laughs> like, where does he fall on that scale? A stupid dumb shit motherfucker. I don't know what you, I mean. I don't know what you're doing. Like, I mean, you're getting tested for this. You already got popped once. Correct. It just feels like. I mean, I don't know. I mean, unless it was one of those things where it's like, what, what's the deal? Was it is like one of those things where he didn't know what it was? Like, you know, they said doesn't matter under the tongue or whatever. Doesn't things. matter. They are so strict on it now that you're right. You get the 50 game, 
You get the full season. Third yeah. time you're done. Yeah. Maybe he's an older guy. He needs a little edge. A little edge. Maybe yeah. he needs to recover quicker from a, an injury. But man, you don't want to be tarnished. Look at all these great players from our, our heyday growing up that you can't even mention their name now without getting the side eye of like, yeah. no, they, they really weren't that good. But I mean, to be fair, New York Mets has a history of, I mean, back in the day, oh yeah, Daryl Strawberry, Doc Goodman. Doc Goodman. I've heard some great stories, terrible stories, but great stories. It's a great podcast. Topic. Great that it's not me that it happened to. Oh, but yeah. like Doc Goodman being like in a hotel room in like Milwaukee, just with like three chicks, bunch of blow. And he's like pitching later that day and he's like, I got to get up. He's like a no-hitter. And yeah, he gets out there and like goes lights out. Like I love that story. So That's so cool. We will have to talk about some crazy baseball yeah. stories. But it's, I mean, again, Mets, I mean, you know. I mean, the Mets have had some good players and it's, you know, I don't know. I think you're right. I think I say he's getting older and he's got to stay in the game and I guarantee you that's got to be like that's everything. Pressure. That's your life. That's every, your life forever. I guess you just you, you still think you can compete, you can compete and I, I wish that they didn't go out like this. I don't think we see him again. Oh yeah, he's probably. I done. think he's done. Yeah. I think, but another year older. Now we're at high thirties. Yeah. In that age, he's gonna try and get back. You know. Yeah. I'm saying cycle all you want this next season because no one's gonna test you. Till it's you come also back. crazy that you get caught in this day and age. Like, I mean, one, it's crazy because they do so much testing. But two, like they got it figured out. Like the Lance Armstrong shit, where you know he's they did he he got caught. Well, he got caught because he got he was an asshole. People told him. And, yeah, and he, he the pressure was probably just mounting. Yeah. But like if you're smart about the way you do the th- stuff, it's you know, you could you can get away with the testing. Yeah. All right. You up. I am up. Um I saw something that was interesting today. Um Tiger Woods is playing in a father son golf tournament in Orlando, I believe, um, with his son Charlie. And it, there was a great shot of them on the range, and they're both just hitting piss missiles, just fucking striking them. I what? mean, Tiger slapping it, it's going. For, and Charlie, he's a. I mean, imagine, imagine having your dad be your golf coach, and your golf coach is Tiger fucking Woods. Yeah, and he's they, a player, dude. They they hit the range. Yeah, they hit balls. Yeah, and they go to Waffle House afterward. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's it. That's all in a morning. Yeah, I that can't even great. imagine. And and Charlie looks like a cool kid. Like he looks awesome. There's a really good documentary coming out on HBO. I think. No, no, no. Is it HBO? I think yeah. it is HBO. Uh, Two part series. I think um, about Tiger. It looks great. So is his kid supposed to be good or is it just? I think his kid is good. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I mean, you got to be pissed if you're like a like a club member and it's you and your son playing, and you're like, oh, we got chance at this, and like Tiger and Charlie are like, oh fuck. If I'm there with my kid and I see Tiger show up, I'm like, all right, hey, put your bags back in the car. I mean, let's just Connor, hang we're, out we're with this guy. Here, yeah. yeah, I'm going to, in fact, we're going to be the um, the gallery and just follow this <laughs> yeah. guy and cheer him on as he goes. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, yeah, I guess it would be cool no matter what, but yeah, I really do hope that Charlie plays golf. That would be awesome. That'd be really cool. Yeah. We haven't seen a father-son duo in golf in a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's really young. Charlie? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I bet he's probably like... 16? No, he's probably like eight. Ten. Oh, I was gonna say, in my head, I kept thinking he would beat us. He would beat us. Be eight year old, it'd be close. You should see. He's got a. I mean, you should see him. He's got a fucking swing, and he, yeah, he's he's good. Good for him. He's really good. good I mean, how do you him. not be good? He lives on a fucking golf course. Like he, he lives. Like he has a golf course, his own golf course. I mean, I don't know how Lamelo does it with his dad being as good as he was. Exactly. He's like, well, I got nothing else going for me. I'm an ugly person, so I might as well play basketball. <laughs> I'll get chicks this way. And you know what? He will. <laughs> he will. Exactly. 
Um, speaking of Tiger, Tiger fell short at the Masters. That's a swig for you. He yeah. had a 10 on a par 3. Felt really... That was tough to watch. It was tough to watch, but it did feel good to see it like, oh. Oh, I would have hit it I've done too. that. Yeah, <laughs> I've done it where I've duffed it out of the sand, hit it in the water, and then done it again, and then back and forth. and Yeah. A 10 And then he big birdied the next hole, though. Did you see that? Yeah, I mean, he came back and hit like a 25-foot birdie, and then I'm like, okay, he's still angry about this. I think he got four birdies in a row after that hole. I think he might have. He said a really cool thing about it. He goes, no one's going to come in and take you off the mound. No one's going to put in a substitute person. The thing about golf is that you got to finish it out. That's the that's the game. That's, you know, you got to play it. And, you, and if you get an 8, you get a 10, you fucking take the 8. I, I thought it was really like cool. That. That's a great analogy. I mean, that's like a euphemism for life, man. Like, it is. No one's going to pull you out of this. Nope. You got to pull yourself. That's out. golf is a metaphor for life, by the way. That it's really hard. It's really hard. You're never going to master it. But if you get a birdie, you feel like I can keep going. And it's all about getting in the hole. Every hole is a goal. Every hole is a goal. I like that. Um, yeah, there's should, so many metaphors. Honestly, we should just do an episode of just metaphors. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into that. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and congratulations, Dustin Johnson. Great win. He crushed it. It was kind of a boring Masters, to be honest with you, because he was so dominant. Cameron Smith, golfer from Australia. Like he set a record by having the uh, Masters. He finished at 15 under, which is incredible. Made a million bucks, by the way, Sweet. third place. To play at Augusta, you make a million bucks. Sign me up for that. Yeah. He got the record. Every four, All four rounds of his were in the 60s. But Dustin Johnson, I'm pretty sure, has the new winning record. Like the course record? Like the lowest score? He broke a... Two-shot record by Tiger Woods in 97. When when Tiger ran away with it, now it's Dustin Johnson's 20 under. Wow. Yeah, Tiger and Rory both said Dustin's on another level. Like, he's he's playing at a level that is like... He knows it, and I think the golf world is starting to pay attention, but, I mean, the dude is just doing something right. And he doesn't even look like he cares, right? That's what I... I know why I don't like him. I like his nonchalance. I kind of, It's not yeah. a Jay Cutler nonchalance. It's more like a... Because he's winning. He's like, I'm actually, I'm okay. I don't need to overanalyze. Maybe that's just his game. Yeah, I always, I, yeah, he's he's not as much of like a whatever as Brooks Kepka. You know, he's like, oh, I don't really pay attention to that kind of shit. He's a little bit more, but he seems like a dude. Like, I've heard he's got a pipe, so. He has to. His name's Dustin. Come on. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Me Dustin has big pipes? Dustin Diamond does. <laughs> Screech? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's about, probably a stretch. Probably a stretch there. Um, well... The masters right. were the masters are, have come and gone. Yes. Hopefully, we see them again in April. I hopefully yeah. they they flip the script. And I come saw right a thing that was like 149 days till the next one. So that, let's go. I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's our hole full of sports. It's the hole that is sports. We're crawling out, getting ready for some beer. Into it, excited. We're gonna go to Odell Brewing out of Fort Collins. Not Odell Beckham Jr. Don't image search Odell, and you're gonna get Odell Beckham Jr. shitting on people's chest. Well, it, it, she shed on him, I thought. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know who did it. I'm sure. I feel like you see what the if, you, was? if you shit on someone, I feel like you got to go both ways. Like, uh, I'm not going to always be the person that gets shit on. I'm going to shit on you I eventually. Don't, I don't even have a comment for that. I right? don't even know how to respond. I, if anyone out there listens and they are into this, tell us. Right. Is it is it a tit for tat or shit for shat? Like, <laughs> like Shit for shat. If you're going to shit on me, I get to poop on your face next. Is it face or is it just chest? I don't know where. I don't know where people shit on people. Again, I have no comment. I don't, I don't have any perspective, but even if I was aiming for the chest, 
I would do a wink to myself and I would aim for the face. <laughs> such a dick. Such a weirdo. <laughs> but then how could you ever look at that person ever again after you shit on their face? I, I, again, I don't, again, I don't understand the mindset. I don't know this, why but, you want to shit on someone's face. Um, again, this is Odell Brewing. Let's also, be do you clear. bring your phone out when you take a shit on someone? Because I have to like, I use my phone when I take a shit. I'm just asking. If you're the guy on top pooping down, sure. Right. If you're down low, I would not have your phone out because then you might have to replace the phone as well as whatever clothes <laughs> you know, like you go to the you on. go to the phone store, AT and T store. Like, what happened here? They get wet. You're like, oh, yeah. My friend, of. my friend Odell came over, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, drop. So this is Odell Brewing out of uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Let's jump into the beer. Go get one. Crack it open. See you in a All right, guys, we're back. We're going to talk about isolation ale. Seems How fitting. appropriate. Yeah, yeah. seems fitting. So, yeah, kind of like uh, we're looking to, hoping it's going to be a good beer that you can have for Thanksgiving dinner, whether you're doing it with family, safe, hopefully, or you're doing it uh, in isolation with your immediate family. That's it. Um, the website makes it look amazing. It's a beautiful looking color. It's gorgeous. Uh, it is a sweet caramel malty ale balanced by a subtle, crisp hop finish. Their plan is that it's a seasonal thing, kind of something to break out as summer's ending and you're looking for those first few snowflakes. Yep. We might not get that here in Austin in November. Nah. Maybe not at all this year. But I'm excited because, as Chris pointed out, this seems like a beer that pairs very well with a, with a big Thanksgiving feast. This looks Awesome. I'm excited about it. Uh, one thing I would say, I really like their branding. I think their stuff looks great. It's a little busy, but it fits the whole thing. Their whole brand is kind of... There's a lot of detail on yeah, all it's really of well their done. cans and, and this labels. particular one looks beautiful. The can looks great. The bottle is a little, you know, standard or whatever. But it's still short. But the can looks fantastic. So, uh, ready? I'm ready. And uh, Odell, this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Watch my phone. <laughs> Super light, but full flavored. Yeah, light. I mean, like not like a not like a. It's not like a hard to no, drink. No, no, it's not like um, mm. like a stout. It's getting better. Do you do you taste that? Yeah. And now imagine you've got turkey. Oh yes, go. You're dipping it in the mashed potatoes, uh -huh. and the mashed potatoes as an adhesive. So of course you've got to dip it in the corn next to it. And yeah, I'll grab a little bit of stuffing on the way down. Sure. I'm a big. Everything on the plate on one fork. So are you? Are you swipe it down with some beer? Are you a get everything on one plate first round? Or are you a one round, two round kind of guy? I'm definitely a two round kind of guy because there's no way I'm going to get it all. But there's some staples that have to be there. Of course, but like, do you do you do everything the first round? You can't. The plate's not big enough. You, know, you got to figure it out. How? Right. But I'm also the guy who tries not to overeat. But an hour and a half later, I make a turkey sandwich. Oh, turkey. That is... I go back in and I pull out some dark meat and I put it on some toast or some bread, uh, put a little mayo on it, or uh, I don't know, mashed potatoes. I literally find what other what other side dishes uh, here would fit between two pieces of bread because I'm ready to eat a little bit more, maybe fall asleep after that, take a nice I, nap. We've had Thanksgiving at my house last uh, like two or three years lately. And I literally get mad at Stephanie when she starts giving stuff away. I go, what are you doing? This is why people have Thanksgiving at their house is so they can make leftover Leftovers. sandwiches. That's what you do. You give a couple things out, but don't give it all away. I know. I have one example like that. We had a great 
Friendsgiving before we had kids. We were still in Austin and uh, one of Claire's cousins came through and she stayed with us and she is a sweetheart. But one of our friends came over with this really amazing casserole of cheesy potatoes. Sounds amazing. Right? Incredible. And then on top, they put cornflakes. So you had a sure. crunch with it. And I was like, wow, I, I never had this growing up. This is great. So then my wife's cousin just starts going back just for the potatoes with the. I'm like, okay, that was my favorite dish. So I actually went into the fridge and I put it kind of behind some stuff in the middle shelf. You know, the your, middle house. Shelf, your house. It was in yeah. my house. Yeah. Middle shelf's kind of that narrow shelf and I kind of put it behind stuff. On purpose. Correct. And lo and behold, I wake up the next morning and there's a bowl in the sink. And the potatoes are gone. And I was like, that's really... Because, you know, I like Friendsgivings because everyone brings something over and you're like, oh, that's your family's tradition. Oh, that's what you grew up on. Right. Okay, cool. This was fucking um, like exotic. It had cornflakes on it. And I was like, this sounds <laughs> corn, good. Cornflakes are exotic. And it crunched and it was gone. And I and I was the same thing where I was like, how could I have hid this better? But, I mean, I'm over it. I'm just, I was trying to relate because there's something about leftovers... God damn it. Like, if there's a bunch of turkey, put it in a fucking stew at the end of the day. Oh, like, 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 I don't mind eating Thanksgiving for three, four days because people put a lot of love into their food. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, We're not I'm, making food with, like, out of the box on this shit. This is good stuff. And I'm a big fan of Thanksgiving dinner. Stephanie, not so much. I think she's, like, the amount of work that she has to do to do it. I, I actually don't. I don't do anything. I literally sit on the couch watch football all fucking day. Nice. And that's what I do. Um, I mean, I help if they need something, whatever. Of course. You're but not I, really responsible for many of the dishes. Yeah, I mean... Or if I, you do it, you do it the day before. I, I actually do... I, I do the dishes. That's actually one thing ah, I do. That's a good little trade-off. Yeah. But, yeah, I could eat Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches for at least three days. Yeah. If I can... If I have enough. Through Sunday. Man. You're like, well, how much do I have left? And you're like doing modifications. The best one for me is like turkey, mayonnaise, stuffing. Maybe maybe a little cranberry sauce if you got it. Yeah. And then yeah, throw a little, throw a little, yeah, <laughs> throw a little mashed potato on there, squash it, smash the sandwich. I would, to I would toast the bread too. I, you said that earlier. If you, if you toast the bread, sounds um, really good. You have a little more crunch then as well. In fact, if you really want to get crazy, take some of those old crescent rolls, put them back in the oven so they get crispy again. Open them up, mayo those up, and then what you're eating are small turkey sandwiches and and all that shit. But you have like four of them on a plate. Right. Um, I'm in. The diet won't start until nah. 2021. Well, well, and we have a whole plan for that. Yeah, we do. You know one thing I could easily kick to the curb, and you may have one too? Green bean casserole. Fuck green bean you casserole. You know what? I, I was going to ask, because I, I had my team huddle today, and I asked around, because that was our icebreaker. What's your favorite dish? And Chris and I almost made a ranking of our favorite dishes, but we're going to hold off on that, because it's, it's, it's just a different vibe this year. Yeah. I think I had four or five people say green bean casserole. And I'm like, okay. is this a Texas thing? And their response, it's a South thing. It's a Southern thing. What, green bean casserole is a yeah. Southern thing? Oh. And believe it or not, my my one of my leads pulled it up and said, no, 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 Akron, Ohio was responsible for the first green bean casserole. And it, some people do bacon in it and some people do... So you put and bacon I'm like, well, in I'm that like well, that's why it's good, guys. Yeah. No one's yeah. into green beans by themselves. Like, what are you doing? And cream of mushroom soup and then like the little onion The crispy strings. onion straws that if they're not fresh and they become rancid, that, that meal fucking blows. Anything rancid is not good, by the way. True. Just saying. We could go hard on the dishes and the sides, but... We're going to save some of that. Okay. Because yeah. I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, green bean casserole can suck it. So, And you know what? I don't disagree with you. But where I help out the most is the spread before the meal. 
Oh, the little, yeah, the little. I will get cold boiled shrimp. I'm all about making some kind of a charcuterie or some holiday nuts. And like, I'm all about just getting snacks throughout the day because I'm, I don't want to eat it for like with an empty stomach. I'm eating throughout the day, bro. Yeah, I know. You're, and side note, your holiday nuts, very much anticipating that. We will be sharing that recipe on the Dad's Drinking <laughs> Beer site. Solid nut recipe. Solid nuts. You'll be like, got to get some of Jim's nuts. These are some great nuts. This beer is very good. It's It seems like a beer that... I don't know. You almost you're, you're almost classing up your meal when you have a beer like this. Yeah, like you pour it in a glass like they have on the website, and you rock that to the table. I mean, yeah, six point one throughout a what is it, Colorado area? Fort Collins, Colorado. Fort Collins, which a couple of places are out of there now. Fort, Fort Collins is probably jumping, but yeah, Odell Brewing Isolation, and it's pretty good. I mean, it's an yeah. easy drinking. It's it's not as heavy as like a. Like a Sierra Nevada celebration or anything else. It's just a... No. It's one of those amber ales that is... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not thick, but it's full. It's full. It's a, it's not a light beer, but it's like, wow, everything I'm eating on my plate yeah. is just complimented by the this beer. This would be good with, with Thanksgiving dinner, Absolutely. for sure. You're right. Because it's not... The flavor is not so overpowering that you're like, oh, I'm going to have this flavor and that flavor. This would complement... Um, the meal. How did we end up with this? Because we were, you had a whole plan, but you had a whole separate thing. Tell that story. Yeah. Just to echo you, it balances out the meal, but yeah. I, I, I pulled up Best Thanksgiving Beers, yeah. and all these things came up. It says, you know, this pairs well with smoked turkey. This goes with uh, the pie. This cups. goes with Keep going. the yes. potatoes. This goes with the green bean casserole. I'm like, well, we don't want that. Literally a puke bucket. Yeah. yeah no, thank you. Uh, I could put pee in my bottle and call it a day. Uh, but I asked my wife. My wife was heading to the liquor store, and I said, Babe, I, I need any one of these six-packs. And I sent her, like, six different ones. Well, God love her. She came back with something even better. Because right. those packs weren't available. They looked like pretty common brews, but like or breweries. But if they don't have them, they don't have them. I can't say, hey, why don't you have this random seasonal? So she went around, and she got the isolation. Yep. She got some Shiner Holiday Cheer, because I always like a little bit of that. Maybe a 6 or 12-pack of that for the season. And thanks to my wife. Thanks to my wife. She's done a lot uh, for the pot, and she took care of us by getting the beer tonight. Um, And I really like it, actually. The Odell is... I do, too. I haven't had a bad Odell beer yet. I agree. The only one that I did not... I I liked, but uh, it did give us the, the shits... Was that uh, the good... The lighter IPA? Was that yeah, the bad, good like behavior? A, yeah, good behavior. Yeah. yeah. It was good. But we definitely... It, it hit us like uh, like those Lay's potato chips with... Uh, Olestra. Olestra. Yeah, wow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting a little short on time, but we really want to move forward. Let's talk about the John Hughes classic. It is, a, it is a classic. Automobiles. I never did introduce myself. Del Griffith. Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Best in the world. You know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. You choose things that are that are funny or or mildly amusing or interesting. Give me your like feedback on how just on just how cool last night was. Uh, I mean, as far as the the night was concerned, it was great. It was a beautiful kind of crisp evening here in the cul-de-sac. And uh, a couple guys went over to Cali Dave's. Yes, sir. Big, big shout out to Cali Dave for setting it up again. Had a couple new dads come out. It was not, 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 wasn't crazy. It wasn't a lot of guys. It was just a couple people. And, um, and yeah, I forgot how funny that movie was. And I mean, 
I mean, John Candy. God, I mean, the guy was a legend. Del Griffith. Such a shower great character. Ring salesman. Ugh. The Scandinavian Ivory. I mean, my <laughs> God, when he is slinging... If you haven't seen this, guys, go watch it. It's it's 90 minutes, right? Yeah, it's a short movie, yeah. We don't have time. It was the most engaging experience we've yeah. had. It was almost like no one was heckling the movie. We just were really thoroughly enjoying it. I mean, when it gets into the meat of the show, like a lot of times these movies, they're funny at the beginning, and then they kind of taper off when you got to put a story into it. Like these movies kind of like how fi- have to figure out how they're going to get a story in Good there. Good point. This was, they set up the story, and then the story starts taking place, and it's amazing and then when they try to get it figured out i mean there's so many parts in that show or that movie that are absolutely hilarious also i don't know if this is the world record holder but it should be for the most 80s montages Holy in a shit. movie every scene that they didn't know how to transition out of yeah or maybe they did they just said we're gonna go with the montage and like 80s montage was like the, the music is there and it's the running down the street and it's i mean it's just you a need fucking it. great you need it yeah it, it was a frenetic type of pace for the movie, too. Like, it, it's it's almost... If you look at it as, like, a travel movie, it's kind of a horror film, right? Every time <laughs> yeah. something was coming, the cast had something worse and worse and worse happen to them. I talked to a couple of the dads near me, and I'm like, this is this is Reservoir Dogs, where you meet your cast, and they they just... They fall into one bad situation, yeah. and it begets another bad situation. Like, like there's almost... It's almost depressing, yeah. but the two actors are so good, so good playing off each other. A couple of the jokes are maybe a little outdated because it's, it's late sure, 80s. Sure. But for the most part, there's only one scene with heavy profanity, and it's a great fucking it scene. It is a great scene. It's a great scene. Yeah. And I just want to call out, other than the montages, because the music was great and whatnot, the cameos in mm-hmm. this movie. Like, like... I thought it was Joey Lawrence. It's actually Matt Lawrence. It's his brother, but it's, he, he's, it's, it's he is a little, little guy. guy. Is it Trevor Lawrence's brother? Uh, sister. Oh, right. Maybe. Uh, you got Edie McClurg. She's the car rental agent. She oh. she she fucking kills. She's it. been around. I like. She's hilarious. You've got Michael McKean as the state trooper. You've got Kevin Bacon in the beginning oh. to to beat him to the taxi, and he's such a scumbag, and he does this he little dance does move, the hair. Yeah. and we're like, wow, he's got good moves, and we're like, well, he he just did Footloose, so right. like that's a little he's homage, loose, a little yeah. a little nod to that. Um, if you've ever watched Home Alone, which was a four a movie came out four years later, it's like Hughes grabbed every character actor in that movie and said, "You guys are coming with me to this movie, Home Alone." Steve Martin's house looks like the fucking house that the McAllisters live yep. in in, yep. in 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 this movie. So there's a lot of similarities, is what I'm getting at. Tons. So yep. it's kind of like that feeling of, you know, you're watching something special because these are two comedy legends, but there's also tons of little Easter eggs for anyone. Yeah, like. This isn't the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the John Hughes universe of movies. There's a bunch of, yeah. like you mentioned, like the vibrating bed. Uh, yeah, yeah, from you know, vacation. From yeah. vacation. Yeah. And all these little like, well, this joke worked in this movie, so I'm going to do a riff on it in this one. And Well, the John Hughes universe is all like, the Chicago land that's area. Where that's where they and were. There's always this that's thing. What he, it's, it, where, it's where Steve was trying to get back. Steve yeah. Martin's trying to it's get back so, there. Such a, I mean, it's really, really, really funny. I, I honestly think... If my memory serves me right. Um, I saw this movie in the theaters with my dad. Oh, that's that's so great. And I remember him, you know, again, when you're a kid, back in the day, like I went to a movie. Was it R-rated? It was. It is rated R because of the because one, that one scene. The one scene has about 20 F-bombs. Yeah. And it is delivered incredibly because Steve Martin <laughs> is so tolerant for most of the movie, but this is the scene where he just loses yeah. it. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? 
Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. And Edie McClure comes back and... I mean, that's from Ferris Bueller, right? So, like, some of, these, some, of, Bueller, some of the yeah. actors were from Ferris Bueller. Yep. Some of the actors were from Home Alone. Right. Um, they all sort of were in, like, a comedy group. And what? they said, yeah, I'll come by for a couple days, shoot this shoot this bit. Yeah. It, I I mean, I don't... <laughs> Is it John Hughes' best movie? <sighs> he did Ferris Bueller, you said? He did. He did Pretty in Pink. He did Breakfast Club. Mm. He wrote... Home Alone. And he wrote um, Vacation. And he wrote Vacation. I mean, I don't know. I That's mean, hard. Vacation is a fucking... Gr- oh, and Weird Science, you said, which I love. He did a bunch. Weird Science. Yeah, I, I'm only touching on, on some of these. He he was on a hot streak. I mean, come on. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if I could pick a best John Hughes movie. I would say Vacation would be up there. I mean, is, he'd do Great Outdoors, too. I love The Great Outdoors. Yeah, me too. Love. That was a huge movie in our house. Uh, he wrote... Great outdoors. Okay, so he I mean, was on fire the back guy, in the day, he, man. The guy is a home run hitter. We're gonna do a John Hughes episode in season two because I want to just dive into his filmography and what yeah. and the and the like. If anything, we're educating some of the younger dads out there who might not know much oh, come about on. it. I mean, these are these are dad movies one hundred and one here. Yeah, I mean, the vacation. I like that. I like that lecture. How do I sign up for that, professor? Like oh. dad movies one hundred and one. Today we're doing John Hughes from start to finish. That, yeah. that sounds fucking great. Yeah, you're welcome. Kid, I love Great Outdoors, but John Hughes movies all have the same vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, they really do. Yeah. They really do. And I mean, you grew up in that area, but like for me, like California, like it just always had that kind of like thing of like, ah, oh, it looks awesome out there. Like the 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 area in Chicago. That's how I think of it's the Northern Burbs. That's really. how I yeah. think of Chicago is through John Hughes movies. Schaumburg, and that's a good way to think about it. Yeah, they all have a good sentiment. They all have a little bit of heart, but. He just knew how to write. He knew how to write and make it relatable. Yeah. So I really... I'm putting this down. We're doing a John Hughes episode in season two. Thank, yeah, thank you. Dad oh. movie 101. Yeah, I'm into it. And I don't think we score the movies, but if we did, this would get a this very high right, score. This is right up there, man. This would get a very high score. I mean, Like I said, this isn't, this isn't the level of seven inception in terms of having to think and pay attention, but this might have been the most fun dad movie we've had yet. I agree. It was, it was a great time. It was fun, great movie. I mean, there was there was moments where all of us were just dying laughing. I love that. Yeah, it was. And it's a great. Thir- it's a thirty five year old movie, right? It's not like it's something new that we haven't seen yet. This is a movie they've probably most people have seen. And I mean, most movies th- that were made then don't hold up. You know, they have so many things in there that are like 
this doesn't even make sense. Like they don't have all these things. That movie holds up. Like it does. It does. And I think we were in the right environment for it too. Yeah. Because you get a couple other people to watch it with you and you're just kind of feeling feeling good about it. Just some of these great fucking lines with, from this movie though. Oh my God. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Ah! Train don't run out of Wichita. Hmm? Unless you're a hog or a cattle. Where's the other hand? Between two pillows. Oh, uh, that, that's that's the part I remember with my dad. I remember like I remember like later on in the car being like, "Where were his hands, Dad?" He's like between his butt cheeks. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> so, turn around! I gotta go watch this again." <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh, man. Now the joke hits. Yeah. He says we're going the wrong way. Oh, yeah. he's drunk. How would he know where we're going? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. How would he know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Definitely different from the last few. But we are... Guys, we have so many great dad movie options, recommendations. Uh, and it's we're a Thanksgiving movie. For a while. So that's the other thing, because they're going back for Thanksgiving, so... Yeah, absolutely. It's a Thanksgiving movie. Yep. Not many Thanksgiving movies. This is, hands down, in my opinion, the best Thanksgiving movie you could ever watch. I won't argue that. I, I would say, outside of that one um, scene, you could watch it with your kids, too. Yeah. If you watch it on TV, it might be okay. Sure. And I'm not... I've never seen it on TV, though. I'm not a fan of watching anything on TV. No. Um, we'll get into that at another date. But, yeah, that would be one where it's like, they'll just edit that scene out. Right. Everything else is completely fine. Ah, such a great movie. When he's in the hotel, and he's smoking cigs in the bed, and he goes... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to put the beds on the vibrating bed. I didn't know that the they beers. would... The beers. The yeah, beers. The yeah. beers. I don't know I put the beers on the vibrating bed. I didn't know that they would spill. And he goes, what did you expect? Throw on a vibrating <laughs> bed. Now I'm sleeping in a puddle of beer. Oh, my God. And he's got clear sinuses. That's, that's one of the funniest long scenes where it's like, I don't know where this is going to go, but like you could tell that they are just playing off each other. I, I thought it was great. It's. I mean, I love some Steve Martin, but, man, that's one of his best ones. For yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, it was absolutely. really good. Loved it. Loved and it, the group it. that watched it with us, thank you, because that was um, it was a perfect environment. Everyone had a little comment on something, yeah. but no one heckled the movie. It was no, very no. much Steve Martin. You look like you're sixty here. Like, like has he this... ever had regular color hair, or like he's always had gray hair, right? In Little Shop of Horrors, he had black hair, but it was so obviously dyed black. Right, it was right, like, right. buddy, that's shit. He was the streaky. dentist, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, another with Bill great Murray. Movie. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. Yeah, cool. Well, before we kind of give the score to the to the beer. Chris, what are you grateful for yeah. this year? Yeah. And if you have advice for other dads to, you know, be be a force of strength uh, during this holidays because yeah. these next six weeks are going to be tough because, for example, some parents can't come home. Your yeah. father-in-law can't come visit. Right. All of a sudden, holiday plans are put on kibosh, basically, yeah. right? So so what are you grateful for and what's your advice for, for the dads to... To stay strong right now. That's a that's a huge question. It's loaded. But um, I'm grateful for. <clears throat> sorry, I, I'm grateful for so many I made things. Him, I'm, I made him choke up. <laughs> it's okay, Chris. No, if, it's you this, need, if you need a minute, it's this uh, isolation ale got me choked up. Okay. No, um, I'm thankful for so much. I mean, really, I'm I'm super. You know, watch the news all the time, and uh, you know these stories of of hardships and things are going on with. Coronavirus and just the world we live in right now is really tough. So I am so fortunate to have, you know, a wife and a child and a home and a job and all these things that just are regular things. Really, it's nothing, it's not anything special. It's just normal. Um, 
but to have it right now in this day and age feels really good, you know, and, and, and to have neighbors and friends and those types of things, that's a, that's a big deal for yes, us. And, and it's a big thing for, for what we kind of fills our kind of tank. But, um, yeah, man, it's nothing, nothing, uh, material for me at all. As far as being thankful, I'm super happy. I mean, everyone in my family is safe on um, me and my extended family, um, is doing okay. So yeah, just feeling, feeling really, I honestly think, and like I said to you earlier, and I said to Steph this morning, we have a lot to be thankful for. So I'm excited because we are going to be doing like a different Thanksgiving this year and we're going to like get stuff from a restaurant, bring it home and do it here. I think Steph's excited because you have to cook as much. So we're going to actually get to hang out and just kind of drink some wine or beer or whatever, maybe some more of this because this is not bad. It's pretty damn good. So, Long story, long winded answer to your question. I have a lot to be thankful for, and I think that's something that probably dads should keep in perspective. Is is um, you have a lot, you have a lot. No matter what it is or how much it is, you have a lot. So be yeah. thankful for all that stuff you have. Well said, dude. Yeah. Well said. I I would agree. Uh, tangible things weren't really what came to my mind. Yeah. I think the normalcy is. What's missing for some people? Some people would love a return to normal. So I'm grateful that my life's been somewhat un- uninterrupted. Um, yeah, that could change by the next time we record. We could say, "Hey, by the way, my kids' school closed now, and they're back home, and sure. we're scrambling." I'm grateful that our kids are healthy and that they're not yep. um, impacted yet by anything. We're trying to keep it as normal as we can for them. Yeah, I'm grateful for the amount of love I have at home and in my community. I really feel like everyone is there. Everyone is there to talk to. Everyone's there to, and and not everyone has that, but I'm going to put a little bit of the onus on the individual. You you have to break out a little bit too. No one's going to, we, we talked about earlier, golf, right? Being the euphemism for life. No one's going to come pick you up. Yeah. You Maybe they will as a good Samaritan, but you'll never have that to bank on. You have to take that first step a little bit and expose yeah. and, and you know reach out to other people. But I, I'm so grateful that I've got a wife who buys beer for the pod. I've got a, I've got a friend, a best friend in, in Chris that we have something to look forward to every week that is ours. Yeah. It's a baby that's that's growing. We have a little baby Yoda that's getting ready for oh, season two, you know? Yeah. Like like it's turned into a really great, great thing. Yeah. Um I'm thankful for a four-day weekend. I'm thankful for having a feast. And it's a holiday that's such a dad holiday because I don't have a lot of expectations in terms of what's expected from me. But that's good. But that means I'll hang out with the kids if I have to. We'll watch football together. We will play board games. I just, I'm grateful that I get to have a chance to take a a step back. Yeah. Assess everything and, and go forward. Uh, obviously, I'm grateful for uh, my mom and my brothers and the love that they have for me. And um, I think you had a great point. I'm going to steal your line. You have something. You got a lot. Yeah. You have a mindset yeah. that has to look at the positive here. Yeah. I always tell my kids when they're upset about something, like like you don't get to control what happens to you. Right. You get to control how you react. It's always the case. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I said, who's in control of your body? Who's in control of how you can calm down. And they're pretty well adverse to say, me, I'm in control. Okay, good. Yeah. Now you've now you've acknowledged this is your reaction. This is what you can do about it. 
flip it. Yeah. Happiness is a is a is a choice. And it's hard to say during these really fucking crazy times, but truthfully, even in this fucked up time that we're in, um, the problem is, you know, ten percent the problem and ninety percent what you do next. And there are people out there thriving right now. And and there are people out there struggling. And truthfully, like sometimes it's a difference in your perspective. And if you're one of those people that has hit, hit the hard times, I mean, uh, it's hard for me to say this because I don't even I don't even know that. But you know well, what I'm saying? Like, heart goes out to you first, yeah, absolutely. And I, mean, I and I hope yeah. you catch a break. But you gotta also don't don't just take what's happening. Right. You have to see if there's some way you can control. Yeah, go your outcome. go go. Yeah, and again, I know. Again, I don't want to sound insensitive, right? I think all. that's where you're not coming from, I'm, right? I'm, yeah, I'm trying not to, but. All you can speak of is your pers- your perspective and yeah. what's happened with you. And there's been a number of times where I said, oh, my God, I could just roll over and go back to sleep and not go to work. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I don't have that luxury. But you know what? I'm grateful that I have a drive. Yeah. How about that? I'm grateful that I, I get up and say, hey, I have to get, get going yeah. because people depend on me. Yeah. I've said it at, at, to my guys on my, my team, like, hey be lucky you have a job to bitch about. You know what I mean? Like, like there's people out there really, like, really struggling, like really having a hard time. So the fact that we get to, we get to bitch about a job, I'm not happy too bad. about it. Yeah, not I'm too happy bad. about it. Yeah. No, the big, is a big year. I think 2021 will be a awesome Thanksgiving. Looking forward to that. I think this will be a fun one, but I think, you know, 2021 will be epic. Yes. Find happiness in the quieter moments this Thanksgiving, yeah, guys. That's time. our guest. Take some time. Take some time. Enjoy the intimacy of it. Enjoy the less crowded houses and less crowded everything. Less everything, yeah. Lower your expectations because then you might be really surprised at how great everything is. I think so. Yeah. And again, it's easy for us to sit on this side when the position we're in. But yeah, take some time. Enjoy it uh, if you can. And if you have four days off and you don't know what to do. I'm hoping to take more than four days off, honestly. I'm just saying. <laughs> just telling you. Go back into the library and listen to some dads drinking beer. Yeah, go give back us to the some archive. feedback and say, don't you have to go back to do different? Yeah, don't go back to episode one or two because those are us just drinking. It is. <laughs> but we we will start as we wrap this up. We will start throwing out some questions for you guys to help us sum up what season one has meant to us. We have two more episodes in 2020. We're gonna take a little break before season two. Um, we're excited. You guys should be excited too. Let's score the beer. Yeah, I just finished it. Oh, that's perfect then. You got the I, bottom. I kind of nursed it. I don't know why I nursed it so much, but a really good beer. I'm going to write it down Same. As, I, as I always do. Same. And like you said, if I'm eating food with it, it doesn't dominate the taste. It's just right. sort of, it sort of does it. Yep. Um, my score? 82. 82. Very nice. I got an 84. Okay, we're, oh, oh, we're usually in the same ballpark. It is. Someone's going to say, hey, for season two, get some bad beers. Tell us what the bad ones I are. I don't want to drink bad beer, though. Me neither, but don't worry. I think we have a, a compromise. We have, we have some things coming we up. Have yeah. So 83 total. Guys, if you're looking for any kind of a beer to drink during Thanksgiving, recommending the Odell Brewing Isolation Ale. This is pretty damn good. You know why? You come into the party, you come into your household with a little bit of class, and you're not just drinking some, you know, Coors Light, Bud Light beer. You're, you're having a beer that's going to complement the food you're Good having. Good point. And if, and if you are going to someone's house, family member, someone you've been quarantining with or a pod with, bring some of this. It's a, it's a, it's a good look. I mean, it is. You know what I mean? You bring this as opposed to some... Yeah, I don't want to say names of beers, but yeah. No, but 6.1... Some fat tire with a cock ring on it. Please I mean, don't. 
I have way a better if you still want one. They, they will sit in there until that house falls over. <laughs> hey, enjoy your Thanksgiving, guys. Be safe. We will talk some more. Let's have a cool down beer. Yep. Take I us mean, home, Chris. Hey, I'm good. I have nothing else to talk about. Are you, are you feeling pretty good? I'm just I'm gr- I'm grateful that we get to do this. I'm, I'm know, grateful. Man. I'm grateful anybody is listening. <laughs> to be honest, like, I know. Like. Thank you for spending time with the dads. Yeah, we do appreciate it. Seriously, we, we really, really do. I mean, it feels like we're doing a show for people, not just us sitting around drinking beer. But we forget sometimes. And, have and we're talking and we're like, we're just having a beer. Oh my God, hit stop and let's post it. I know. It's crazy. Uh, I just cracked a cool down. I'm feeling pretty good. Same. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your time. Spend it with the family. Spend it with your loved ones. We're off next week. Oh, right. Sorry. So, yes. No, no. We're off. No, it's not. Sorry. We're off next week. Right. So definitely uh, you have a chance to listen to this. We will still post Lead Pipe Blocks on Instagram. We will. But, yes. Uh, we will not record next week to give everyone a chance to just celebrate with their family a little yep. bit. So for Jim, I'm Chris. We've been the dads. We've been drinking beer. That's it. Have a good night. Happy Thanksgiving, guys.